0: Now, remind me again, like specifically what your job is.
1: So the simplest version is, do you know the secretary of the state that every state has?
0: Not personally, but I do. I
1: know know of the concept. You know the position. Yes. (laughs) That is what I do, but for a city. So I report to the city manager and the city council, making sure we're following all the laws and all the legal stuff, basically helping not necessarily enforce. I'm not the enforcer of the law, but I'm making sure that we follow city laws and our city laws follow the state laws and Etc. Etc. But I am also ninety percent of the time lately the IT girl. Mm. So nothing at all to do with the job I was hired for.
0: <laughs> but strangely qualified to discuss this week's book.
1: <laughs> you know? Yes. I, I'm. I'm. I'm so glad you picked me for this one.
0: <laughs> there is something about the Berenstain Ver Scouts books that's just like, yeah, there's monsters, yeah, there's villains, yes, there's all kinds of like weird magic or whatnot happening, but mostly it's about civics and it's about city planning.
1: It's so is. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host Phil Gonzalez, and what is it about these weird chapter books? I, for a long time, I thought that the that the like teenage, like the school oriented chapter books were weird, but now I'm realizing it's the Bear Scouts chapter books that are weird, and not because of the plots so much as they're weird. Weird hyper-focus on local government. And I can only imagine it's because the Berenstains themselves cared a lot about local government? Maybe. Well, this week's book is no different from last week's book as far as the strange left turn it takes into the ins and outs of city planning. Uh, It's 1998, The Berenstain Bear Scouts and the Really Big Disaster. And it has everything. It has weasels it has earthquakes it has big paw and it has c- civics city planning and who better to help me i don't know figure out the actual what is the point of this book i don't i cannot actually tell you the point of this 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 week's book then recurring guest of the show one of my favorite guests of the show i've known her for years please welcome back ladies and gentlemen casey galleon hello casey
1: Hi! Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back at such relatively short notice.
1: Hey, I was super glad I could make it. This is—I'm super excited.
0: Well, it's funny because like I try to pair the books up with people who I think are going to like really get something out of them, and I was—I've just been stuck on some of these on some of these chapter books. Um, and on this one, I was—I started reading it, and I was like, I—I don't—I don't know who could who could care less about this. And then, of course, <laughs> I got—I got to a certain point, and I was like. Oh, I wonder what Casey will think of this.
1: <laughs> That's me. <laughs>
0: so here we are with the with the Berenstein Bear Scouts and the really have you done a Bear Scouts book?
1: So we did the Bermuda Triangle and then the Wax Museum. So
0: I think those are just the Cubs.
1: Yeah, the, the Wax Museum definitely wasn't there. Yeah, nope. Not about yeah. scouts.
0: Well, obviously these I mean, as we have said before, these take place in a slightly different continuity with the where the scouts themselves don't have quite the personalities they do in the other books. But we do get monsters. So
1: we do. We we get <laughs> we get my favorite monster.
0: So what's your what are your thoughts on Big Paul? Like what do you think of him as a character?
1: I I love that he's like the stereotypical, like gentle giant. I mean, truly yeah. that's 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 what he is. Um The 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 trope of the the speech is a little wah wah Mm -hmm. for me, (laughs) the way he speaks like every other giant character that there ever has been. Um, Yes. But I I don't know. I love that. Well, we'll talk about it. But I I love (laughs) that he's literally a gentle giant, just like a, a big, cuddly, but very strong teddy bear
0: i was gonna say i think that is the definition of him i think he's gotta leave a very strong teddy bear you mentioned uh the the his speech patterns and it wasn't until you said that and you mentioned other giants that i was like oh he talks just like big mouth from the smurfs
1: oh i didn't even think about that totally does
0: In that sort of broken english and you're like why do you like i don't understand why you speak like that like you you obviously know have learned the language from everyone else (laughs) like
1: Right. Well, and they they say they discovered Big Paw as a living fossil. So are we assuming that he learned English from them? And if so, then the bear cubs are just really horrible English teachers? Or is he just gathering it from conversations
0: he hears? I mean, he's, a, he's a legendary monster. Like, by all accounts, he's been around for hundreds of years. I don't understand, like... I they they've never they I mean actual factual tried to make it sound like he's a he's a living fossil but I don't know the thing is like he's like fifty feet tall
1: right I think they called him a living fossil on like every other page in right. this
0: book <laughs> which seems a little like demeaning to me
1: I thought the same thing when they said living fossil I thought who who are we talking about here this okay that's sure. what people
0: tend to say about like like pill bugs or like there's like Uh, that one kind of shark that's been the same since like the the Pleistocene era I'm like that's what you say about an animal not a guy who can talk and play the guitar right or like I guess like a living fossil could also be like someone who won't keep up with the times
1: I was gonna say I've definitely heard it used in kind of a derogatory way
0: right right it's a it's a it's a yeah it's a derogatory term kind of for someone who's stuck in the past
1: yeah Absolutely.
0: Yeah, but but Big Paw doesn't even seem stuck in the past. He's l- just the last of his species.
1: Right. It's not his fault. He's the only one left.
0: Right. He's megafauna. I, I assume he was hunted <laughs> out to extinction.
1: Probably. I mean, given what happens in the book, it doesn't surprise. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Communities tend not to appreciate Big Paw as we discover, and this is a he has gone a little a little off like a loose cannon a few times he was hypnotized by the weasels in the past uh he woke up during hibernation once and everyone thought he was a monster because he was covered in snow like he's a little unpredictable uh so i do like that they call back in this book though there is a shout out to the sci-fi pizza which uh which is a strange like callback
1: i was gonna say they definitely were kind of uh throwing in the hey remember us remember this remember what we did
0: What's those slight little nods to continuity and the fact that you're like, oh, these, this is a later book because the the uh, spoilers, the weasels pop up. The weasels are kind of at their wits end by this one. This might be the final weasels appearance.
1: Oh, it would make sense, uh, given the nature of their actions. But at the same time, I don't know that there was necessarily any official resolve as to whether or not they make it. I'll just put it that way.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 I see. Like As to their like ultimate end
1: kind of <laughs> yeah
0: which would make sense if this was the final weasels
1: book, right there's just nowhere that is, it's explicitly stated
0: right right there, there's never no one ever pops up and is like and don't worry the weasels were fine right which good i mean as this book clearly makes uh, makes its point the weasels are just murderers by this point
1: oh my goodness i was obviously not expecting us to go from here to way over here
0: right well why don't why don't i why don't you take so take a little time and explain to our listeners uh what exactly happens in the really big disaster and it shouldn't take too long because like the first half of the book is just a few uh, only a few things happen
1: right um so um the book starts with big paw rising and and looking over the the um what's the word i'm thinking of just kind of looking out over the horizon and seeing things and, and seeing, I think it says he sees the trees, he sees the houses, he sees the buildings and as beautiful as it all is, he's very sad. Um, And there he couldn't figure out why he was sad and he, he noticed the forests, and, and he's, I think even at some point it said he was, it was a feeling more than a thought. And um, he, at the end of chapter one realizes kind of has this light bulb moment and realizes why he's sad, and he runs down to Beartown.
0: Ultimately, what is, what is his problem? What is he sad about?
1: He's sad because he doesn't feel useful. Yeah. Big Paul wants a job.
0: He wants a job, which yes. is the introduction to this book's curious, I guess is the word I'm looking for, idea that usefulness equals employability. Employment.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I think in his mind, I think they even discuss it later. Um, what does Farmer Ben have? What They just list all of these bears that potentially Big Paw is jealous of. And what do they have in common? They have jobs. They are contributing to society and or capitalism. Therefore,
0: they're useful. Yeah, that is that weird thing. So Big Paw is, his skills are very specific in this book. He's 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 not, uh, you know, he, hasn't, he doesn't have a, a high school education or a college education. He's, he is intellectually, I don't know how you would describe Big Paw. Like they, they, they keep calling him another animal. So perhaps he can't reason the same way the bears in bear country can. Uh, they say that thoughts are hard for him. Thinking is hard for him. Uh, but, he's, but he's large and he's strong. So he has physical skills. Um, but that's not the same as a job.
1: Right. It's it's almost... Well, and they even give him aptitude tests to yeah. determine what his skills are. And, right. And in my opinion, he they said he failed all the tests, and he couldn't have failed them any worse, and he broke them, and, and all of those things. But I just thought he was incredibly creative and solved the That's problem... That's what I was going to say. ...in a way that they just didn't expect him to.
0: Yeah. So Actual Factual and the Bear Scouts are hanging out at the Bearsonian when... Big Paul rips open the door.
1: <laughs> he's so excited to come and tell them, and he rips the door open, and there's bricks falling
0: on the ground, and yes, he's a he's a he's a force of he's presented as a force of nature. Yes. Yeah. Very much okay. so. And yeah, you, so you said that actual factual hauls out all these aptitude tests, which are there's there's this whole thing about aptitude tests or any kind of like 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 formula testing, standardized testing, which is that of course they are the standard is is centered on sort of this homogenous concept of of what standard thought and living is and we see that with like when when kids from when kids who are not from essentially white middle class backgrounds are given standardized tests and they do poorly on them because these tests require you to understand the world that the white middle class inhabits and we even saw that um mitzi's homework one year had a bunch of stuff about like different kinds of coats like naming them by brand name and stuff like what would you need if you went out there this and we have a lot of students who are who are you know second second generation uh immigrants from like uh like uh ethiopia and somalia who perhaps haven't lived through a minnesota winter and wouldn't know like what they were even referring to in some of these things
1: right that's that's very strange
0: Yeah, Yeah, what a
1: strange test.
0: And so that's kind of the same thing with Big Paul. Like, this is a man who lives on a mountain, who doesn't wear clothes.
1: And they're handing him items that would just be an everyday item for someone who lives in Beartown.
0: Right. And as you said, instead of taking the test correct, so it says like uh, he has, it's an object matching test. Mm -hmm. So they give him like an iron bar, a jar of mustard, a magnet, a log, a soft pretzel, and a saw. And they just hand it to him. Like, here you go.
1: Yeah, so the first one was they hand him what I imagined to be like that kid's toy where it's that you get different shapes. Um, There's a box with different shaped holes, and you have to match the shapes with the holes in them. Yeah. Um, But they give him, I guess it was just a, what was it? Uh, A thick steel plate with a hole in it and a dozen oddly shaped rods. And he was supposed to pick out of those dozen. There was only supposed to be one that fit, and he has to pick that one. And then they said... They gave him a ma- an object matching test with pretzel and mustard. I mean, yeah. those don't grow on trees in the woods. How would he have right. ever <laughs> seen those before? Um, and, and so, yeah, the, and they explained that the object of the test was see- to see how long it took him to figure those things out.
0: Yeah. And, as and I you thought said, he was
1: super creative with his He responses. gets
0: really creative with it.
1: And I love the illustrations with this, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah he uh he bends the uh he figures he he crams all the rods through the hole in the steel plate I mean he's that's strong.
1: impressive I mm-hmm. think
0: he bends the iron bar into a pretzel he uh he picks up the saw with the magnet he bends the magnet into an earring and wears it, and then he smears the log with mustard and eats it and I'm like, that guy's awesome
1: that's awesome. He's given all of these tools and things that he has no idea what to do with doesn't know how they'll benefit him, and he figures out i think how to use them in the way that he understood and that benefited benefited him the most
0: which would be a really interesting direction for the book to go for them to realize that oh our tests are useless for big paw if we just look at what he does though we realize that he's a creative thinker and he's a he's a he's a he's a creator and a designer and but no that's not where the story goes at all no
1: they said he did everything (laughs) wrong and then um actual factual gets upset he gets mad at him for doing things quote unquote wrong
0: a scientist a scientist telling somebody they did something wrong
1: Uh, yeah like
0: that's like the base like the idea behind like actual factual's career is that like you experiment and you test things out he's like nope wrong and and
1: honestly i'm surprised even the kids weren't like wow i can't believe he did that or how did you come up with that you know i i don't know i was impressed
0: all they see is that he's really strong they're like he's really strong he he can bend metal I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. He also made an earring out of a magnet.
1: Right. So we're just going to completely (laughs) ignore all of his creative abilities and his ability to adapt and work with things he's never used before. And we're just going to say, he's big and strong. Like, yeah, okay.
0: And they're like, "Well, we've seen that one thing he does is destroy things he doesn't understand. So let's take him to a place where he can destroy things he doesn't understand, and that needs brute strength. How about a farm?
1: How about a farm?
0: <laughs> you know, when I think of the, the when I think of the ideal farm worker, I think of someone who's just really strong.
1: <laughs> I, uh, apparently, that's what Farmer Ben wanted too.
0: Yeah, he gets really well. I guess Mrs. Ben gets really Ms. excited when she yeah. sees him. Uh, Farmer Ben is skeptical, to say the least." Right. Um but this is where we get reintroduced to the weasels
1: which i always and... forget are not weasels they don't look like <laughs> Oh
0: what do they look like
1: <laughs> They're bears
0: <laughs> Just bears with tails and teeth
1: With tails and teeth I mean every time i always i have a different picture in my head uh when i listen to the show and and the when when i hear about the weasel and then i scroll through to get to the illustration I said, oh yeah it's just bears with weasel like
0: features yes <laughs> weren't they were, uh, correct me if i'm wrong i could be com- thinking of something else were there weasels in the saturday morning tv version of winnie the pooh yes Heffalumps w- and they, weasels didn't they have those like as like enemies that weren't there bad guys in the hundred acre wood in yeah. that cartoon
1: yes um because well in in the original like way back when winnie the pooh they were all. You know, in his head, essentially imagination. But yes, I think they were multicolored and they they still look like stuffed animals, too. Um, But they were very cuddly and friendly looking woozles, weasels. But yes, they were they were the bad guys.
0: They were the bad guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah, So. I guess yeah we don't we think of like snakes and stuff as kind of being like the quintessential like oh that's obviously the bad guy but I mm-hmm. guess sometime in the 1980s we decided that weasels were the were the go to I was going to say it's very redwall
1: Oh right yeah
0: Uh but yeah redwall was always just like weasels are bad there are certain animals that are just bad and I'm like yep this was written by a british guy Oh <laughs> Except, of course, that in so in the, in the Bear Country, the weasels, of course, these weasels come from the Saturday Morning Cartoon Show, have been adapted into the books we've talked about before. Uh, and in the past, their goal was to overthrow Bear Country. But using force of arms. Like, they brought guns to Bear Country before to overthrow the place. But uh, Weasel McGreed is fed up with the idea of trying to overthrow Bear Country. What is his goal this time?
1: Well, apparently McGreed read this nice self-help book. Um, what is it? How oh, right. How to- how to win friends and influence weasels, and so they build it up as if he's he's a changed weasel and he's changed yeah. his ways, and he says there's no more going to be no more trying to take over. Um, and he completely goes again in an unexpected direction and says we are going to destroy Bear Country. I yes. don't want to take it over anymore. I just want to demolish it so it doesn't exist anymore.
0: And he uh, and he gets his doctor uh doctor Boffins Boffins. Who is- who's the smartest weasel in 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 weasel world to uh, to come up with a plan that's just going to completely obliterate bear country and presumably all the bears and just kill them all just get rid of get rid of them all he's gone from like wanting to take over the world to just wiping out the planet and
1: if i can't have it no one can
0: and just skipping ahead a little bit what what plan do they ultimately come up with
1: they come up with a plan to cause an earthquake because Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first we've ever heard of this Big Bear Fault Line under? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So Bear Town is on top of a fault line.
1: By the way, um, and I think it even has a name. Um, I'm trying to find where they. Anyways, apparently it's this widely known fact that that Bear Town uh, Bear Country is built on top a- of a major fault line.
0: It's the Great Grizzly Fault.
1: The Great Grizzly Fault. Yep, that's what it was. So I I was. Not expecting that, um, yeah. but his his plan after coming up. Oh, uh, the doctor says there are four forces of nature, or there are only four forces that could actually completely wipe out Bear Town, and it's flood, tornado, hurricane, or earthquake. And right. he can't they do can't... the first three. He explains yeah. why
0: they can't do the flood because I think there's like there's no nowhere to flood it from. <laughs>
1: yeah, he said that we only have enough water around to get their feet wet.
0: Right. Can't do a tornado because those have too narrow a path. Mm-hmm. And they can't do the hurricane because. Why can't you do
1: a hurricane? He just flies by that one. He says, um,
0: um, um. Oh, they're too complicated. It's too complicated. It's beyond his power to create one. That's what And was. I'm like, also, I don't think you. I don't think you live near the ocean.
1: I was I gonna th- say, did we find out that Bear Country is also next to the ocean all of a sudden and I we've mean, never learned this before?
0: They've gone to the beach a lot, but I've always assumed it was just a large inland lake, like the Great Lakes. Sure. But yeah, so they, they uh uh they 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 discount all those, but they're going to create and trigger a massive earthquake on the Great Grizzly Fault, which runs directly under Bear Town. Uh, which, I mean, I guess great. What I love about the weasels is we never find out really why they want to take like, what their beef is. They've just always okay. kind of been there and they just hate them.
1: Well, and my, my reaction to this when I first read it was, wait, you live underground and you want to cause an earthquake. Do you understand what an earthquake <laughs> really is?
0: Right. Uh, well, no, because this earthquake, as we find out, is only going to go up. <laughs> If they if they X hit the fault the
1: spot line, spot. <laughs> if they hit
0: the fault line right on a very specific spot, the earthquake will apparently only go up and destroy right. <laughs> things on top of the ground.
1: But if they hit it too far to the left, to the right, or whatever it said, um, let's see if they didn't strike it just so the force of the earthquake would be directed down instead of up, and Weasel World would be destroyed. But if
0: they because the X as as we know from science from taking science classes earthquakes are just a bunch of shaking right on top of the ground probably it's probably has something to do with the air i guess That's has, all it n- is. doesn't doesn't affect a thing under the ground
1: nope nope not whatsoever and all it's got to do is start in one specific spot
0: right uh, these these aren't these aren't plate tectonics or anything what's Apparently that it's, pretty pretty simple you just hit someplace really hard
1: right right i mean sure
0: so there are there are faults or like because there's there's seismic areas like in the midwest Mm -hmm. and and in uh like in the middle of america we don't think of it but there are like fault lines deep under the earth in middle in in middle america and like i think under like uh, Yellowstone Park. That's like, well, it's a huge seismic area. So, like, stuff's going on. But that would also lead me to think that if they were right on a fault line, then it can't be comfortable living underground. Why do the weasels have their homes there?
1: That was my next point. So, A, you want to trigger an earthquake and you live underground. But B, where underground do you live? How far away are you? Because a giant fault line, it's not just like, it's literally <laughs> called the Great Grizzly Fault. So where yeah. are, do they live in the fault? No, they can't live in it. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I I I, I assume that at any some point their their lives are just going to be crushed or like I I guess it maybe, maybe it's where two plates come together. I don't know. Are there mountains? Well, there's the Great Grizzly Mountains. So I guess that's where maybe two plates came together and
1: and formed pushed, mountains.
0: <laughs> and Formed mountains. This is just, I can't.
1: Maybe they're scared of the Great Grizzly Fault, and that's why they want to take over Bear Country. Is to get out from living near the fall. Fo- I don't know.
0: I so, not- now I'm confused. Is that how the, so the Appalachian mountains, mm-hmm. like are they, how did they form? <laughs> is that, is, are the great grizzly mountains like their, their Appalachian mountains? Possibly. Like, is that how- I mean, so if you is- look
1: at the illustration, I, I know there is one. Well, I guess kind of, sorta. Um, but we, we've seen illustrations before of Big Paw and of the mountains where he lives. And they are, they're not insignificant. They are very no, they're not large, large mountains.
0: I don't think you can hit anything hard enough with a piece of wood to cause an earthquake.
1: I no, there's no no.
0: Like no matter how strong, because they get how many weasels do they get to the ten ten weasels?
1: Yeah, there's ten weasels, but it's ten of of weasel weasel world weasel town
0: weasel world
1: weasel ten of (laughs) there. fastest weasels not the strongest not the biggest but the fastest
0: uh yeah they found the they find the 10 weasel world yeah weasel world um and they build a grandstand which again seems short-sighted like don't don't build new construction right by the right by the fault line you're about to set off but yeah and so it's 10 weasels and a and a piece of wood they call it like a battering
1: ram or something
0: but it's like 10 feet long and it's not very it's about as big around as a as a as a as a weasel. Like, it's about as big around as one of the weasels, who is the size of a small man.
1: Right. I, I don't, this wouldn't even,
0: like,
1: I feel like you see those in, in, like, kids' movies when when um someone's trying to, like, break into the castle or something, and they just swing the piece of wood back and forth. But it, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, like, a tree trunk, and not even is a it, large tree trunk either.
0: Wouldn't cause an earthquake.
1: Nope. No. No possible way.
0: I think the weasels haven't thought this all the way through, as, I guess, my point
1: correct i i would agree with that wholeheartedly which is fairly on par for the weasels Mm -hmm. so
0: but as you mentioned could very well be the thing that killed them all
1: honestly like there is there's zero spoiler alert zero resolution at the end what happened to the
0: weasels right so jumping back in time big paw gets a job with farmer ben who's like all right you're big and strong move the move these bales of hay for me yes and He's gonna save Farmer Ben a few days' work, which is nice. But what does he end up doing?
1: He ends up. So it looks like it's going well. He's he's moving the hay, and I think um, Farmer Ben said this is great. It would have taken the hired hands two days or something like that. You save me two days, um, yeah. and everything's great. Everybody goes home, and then I guess it's the next day. It's oh oh, and he saves he saves the bull. He saves them from the charging bull. Because he's not scared right. of the bull, he just picks it up like a toy and puts it back in the in the pen that he <laughs> yes. got out of. So, so that's what convinces <laughs> Farmer Ben. Great, you're hired. Um, but apparently, the next day there's some kind of ruckus, and um, is it actual factual? Gets a call. Um, you need yes, to come over so. here right now. Yeah. And um, this guy of yours. This this guy this guy you brought over here, um, in his attempts to be helpful. Big Paw is a little more destructive than he means to be. And I think that's yes. what's one of the important things is they they very, um, they focus very much on how um, how bad Big Paw feels. He's not attempting to be destructive. He's not attempting to um, do things wrong. He's trying to solve these problems that he's given, but unfortunately, his strength gets the best of him. Um so I think if they said at one point, he got, either got tired of moving the hay or realized he could do it more efficiently, so he just mm-hmm. tore the roof off of the barn and yes. dumped them all in there instead of sticking them through the window. Um... He I tore the
0: roof off the silo. You say silo, tore yes. from the. If, if the picture is any indication, though, he carefully lifted the roof off. There's the barn no and,
1: destruction. Yeah. And
0: the silo is apparently hinged. There's, it's it has got a hinge over the it's top. It's got a flip top. Like it's made to do that. So again, he, what
1: I was picturing he, is not what is illustrated. Why well, I don't see the. He did uproot all the trees. He did uproot all the trees because there was um what was vines. like a vine and choke vines. They were choking the trees yeah. and. He was trying to get rid of the vines, but unfortunately got rid of the tree. And I guess they were in an orchard, so they're fruit-bearing trees.
0: Um, and, but apparently the, the straw that breaks the camel's back is now the bull is scared <laughs> and won't, I guess, won't. So they're all know.
1: terrified of the bull who escapes his pen and comes charging at them. He's yeah. able to tame him, maybe a little more so. And and for some reason, when the bull is scared, the cows cows
0: won't give milk.
1: Milk dries up.
0: <laughs> Which is weird. I don't understand like the psychosexual things going on with the cows. on say, farm that, Ben's farm. <laughs> That's
1: not how that works. Just
0: right. There's, there's problems going on beyond farmer, like beyond big Paul showing up. Beyond
1: big Paul. Yeah. You, you may, your cows need some therapy or something. I don't right. know. Um, but yeah, so the, the bull is too scared to come out. I think Yeah. Is, is of, of hiding. So,
0: and that's like the final straw for farmer, Ben, who, who starts yelling and big Paul runs off. He's very sad. Um, now here's where things get corrupt. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So, as we all know in Beartown, there are this these billionaires, the Grizzlies, who own everything and control everything. They aren't even like they aren't even like Scrooge McDuck who go off on adventures or like are somewhat benevolent in certain ways. They they are they are the cabal behind <laughs> Beartown. Like they run everything. They are horrific like they they just they suck up everything and any small businesses that try to come in they like put completely out of business like that's kind of their thing and they do charity work like is their like whole thing oh we do charity work so yeah so yeah they own the construction they own the construction company they own a movie chain uh supermarket they own the national bank uh they own the software company they own the local television station they are bear town
1: so essentially they are a monopoly they have monopolized bear town
0: Yeah, it's horrible. Like, you think the weasels are the problem.
1: Oh, no. Capitalism is always the problem.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's ridiculous. And so, of course, they are building like a a city center complex.
1: With a 40-something-plex movie theater, 46-plex movie theater or something like that. It looks like a sports Mm -hmm. arena, um, a a hotel, a 46-plex movie theater, a sports stadium, and lots of fancy shops.
0: That sports stadium itself is like, wait a minute. Do you know how expensive a sports stadium is?
1: Right. And it's like Coliseum style round like it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah.
0: like like cities usually raise taxes to build a sports stadium. Raise so taxes, this is,
1: this go is, for bonds. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. This is yeah. one family funding this. So I have a feelings. I have a feeling some money has changed hands somewhere.
1: Right. And a little more so than the than the Riverboat Casino money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. from
0: last week <laughs> right let's talk about the fact that in the last book the cops got involved in a in a, in a completely legal riverboat casino and in this one people were just running roughshod over the town and like no one seems to mind
1: that's fine who do you think's yeah. paying the policeman
0: no kidding mayor horace j honeypot mm. Ugh, that guy that never guy. gets his comeuppance um <laughs> so basically lady grizzly is what is lady grizzly she's 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 talking about great grizzly plaza she hears that big paw needs a job and and it's going over budget so basically the idea is that big paw can take the place of like 200 workers who so essentially
1: I, you're going to take someone who can do the job of that many people but i guarantee you you're not going to give him that much of a wage i guarantee right. you you're still hoping to just pay him one salary or one right. one payment
0: Now, Alana and I had this conversation at dinner, which was, so we don't know really like the laws of Beartown or the rules of Beartown, whatever you call them. They're not laws, but they're not, what do you call them? They're
1: ordinances.
0: Ordinances. I don't think
1: the Berenstains know the laws of Beartown (laughs) because I feel like they change in every
0: story. (laughs) I assume that there's like, there has to be some kind of city ordinance about building a major city multi, like multi business like complex in the sure. in the middle of town sure. uh, there has to be like i assume that they're like you can you know you can build this thing but you're going to have to hire a certain number of people from the town or maybe like they had to get bids from contract like there's been stuff has gone into this
1: right right and i can only speak to the state of texas but cities in the state of texas for any project that is over fifty thousand dollars it has to be approved by council uh, a, the city council and projects that are fifty thousand dollars or more or projects that are for the city itself like the city as an entity not the people living in the city um, but big large project projects you have to go for you have to go to bid and you can't use any company that has any affiliation or relation to an employee or an elected official of a city so this could never happen. <laughs> not well let me put that this should never happen
0: i think we had this exact same conversation with the wax museum with the wax
1: museum we did
0: (laughs) and now that i'm thinking about it didn't they already build a city center isn't that what the wax museum was part of a massive entertainment complex
1: right that one didn't have the sports stadium though i don't think i remember it did have a movie theater which is why when we got to the the uh explanation when she was explaining it i thought so wait did we already outgrow the previous movie theater, was that only like a 23-plex and now we need to double it with a four? How many people live in Beartown?
0: Except, of course, that if the Wax Museum was part of the big chapter book continuity, oh, right. this is a separate continuity now that I think about it. So, of course, they don't have an entertainment center yet. And that's why they're getting this giant right. early 2000s city complex, oh, which is what it is.
1: It totally is. It totally is. And it's it looks it's just very awkward. Um, yeah, doesn't it? it looks like
0: it looks like something you build in Sim City.
1: It, that's what I was gonna say. It's definitely a Sim City. I I've run out of room, but my <laughs> next my next task is to build something that creates a bunch of jobs. Here, let me stick this random round sports stadium in the middle of these very angular yep. hotels and and plaza and whatever's behind the stadium. I don't know if that's a bridge or if that's supposed to be more buildings with windows. I'm not really sure.
0: I was gonna say the perspective's way off, but then I noticed that it's it's a cl- it's the image of the city center is in a cloud a speech bubble based, <laughs> based on Lady Grizzly's description, and then from the looks on actual factual in the Cubs' faces, I'm just gonna assume that she's doing a very bad job at describing it.
1: One hundred percent, and and being someone who is involved with projects like this from the application process and the planning it never ends up looking like what you present to the council (laughs) it never does it always looks great on paper and yeah this is going to be awesome because you have to fit it on paper but never does it actually end up looking that way
0: no uh and and obvious so obviously this thing is being built it's over budget they have contracts
1: they are the budget
0: that's true
1: i'm so confused by that
0: (laughs) like i maybe he gets an allowance or like as as spouses they have allowances that they're allowed to spend on new developments but yeah he's way behind schedule he's way way over budget uh and what apparently they're going to do is they're going to fire all these contract contracted workers and hire big paw as a construction worker no as a cherry picker, Derrick, hoist, bulldozer, steamroller, power shovel and the dump truck.
1: So, let's pay him all of those seven wages, right? Right. Let's no. We don't do that.
0: Except of course they make it very clear that Big Paul doesn't care about money, man. He
1: doesn't care about money, he just wants to be useful.
0: And this is this is I, I have a there's this ethical problem I always have with uh there's organizations that will take in volunteers who are people with you know, like disabled people uh, uh, people looking to get back into the workforce and they take them in as volunteers quote unquote for job training quote unquote that just sort of ends up being them doing the job for free
1: for free yeah there's a major uh, major problem with that and I, I have some friends who are kind of in the um, like social media world and there's a huge kind of reporting now on companies big and small doing that very thing and and unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are of various groups who are underrepresented, who are essentially used and either they're not paid or they are paid far, far, far less than their the, the faces of the company who are doing the exact same job as as, as the rest of them. It's grinds my
0: gears. And it kind of grinds my gears with Big Paw because, I mean, he's not presented this way, but... This story can sort of be seen as like an allegory for someone who's disabled, someone who's like, I feel like I don't have anything to contribute because of, you know, like because of my physical limitations. I, I just want to be able to give back. I want to be I want to feel like I'm a part of this community and for the community to respond by saying, oh, I got some. I got some free work they can do, and they won't even know the difference. I'll just tell them that I appreciate them. Like, that's what it feels like, and everyone yeah. is complicit with this poor bear.
1: They're taking advantage of, and they're saying, well, oh, if that's all he wants, then I'm doing him a favor by fulfilling his his wishes or his desires, and, and he and I'm going to feel great about myself by saying that I am em- employing this person who is, I don't want to say underrepresented, but he's vulnerable he's yeah oh very very much so and I think I think that may be part of why they focus so much on his speech and he's just big and bumbly and he's he's not as civilized as the rest of Bear Town. and so we're, we're doing him a favor by giving him all of this grunt work
0: right and not training him not giving him like any kind of heads up or saying like make no sure you don't do this yeah, yeah. just start working big guy and he does and of course he tears up the equipment he ends up busting a water main and depriving bear town of all their water and how is he he supposed to
1: know about water and sewer systems all he's trying to do is help and do his job more efficiently he doesn't know Mm -hmm. there are rules he doesn't know there are things that he should or shouldn't be doing like you said no one told him otherwise no one told him about the choke fines on farmer ben's trees you know, make sure you remove this and don't take it. They're just assuming he understands these unspoken rules and laws of civilized life.
0: Right. He, and I, I keep coming back to this, but he can play the guitar. He can do like delicate work. He can, he's not, he's not limited by like his, he can only like smash and grab. He's not the Hulk. Right. And he obviously is identifying issues in these jobs where he's like, there's an easier way to do this. And I can take advantage of my strength and my abilities to make this job more efficient. But because no one tells him what is like, just make sure you don't accidentally unearth the the water, the water line. He doesn't know to look out for it. So right. it's not even his fault.
1: No. And that's something that they wouldn't have to tell one of their contractors, uh, for right. example.
0: So he tears up the power lines because he's trying to keep them from getting, uh, uh, from getting water, wet. Uh, mm-hmm. so he knows wet. that
1: he knows that water and electricity don't mix. Mm-hmm.
0: So he's trying to mm-hmm. help. But of course it, then now no one in Beartown has electricity. So everyone gets furious at him. Uh, they start screaming at him, get that monster out of town. He's dangerous to life and limb. He can't live among ordinary folk. He's too strong. Pass a law. Uh, and, uh, they are, they essentially arrest him. Uh, they do, they do. They actually arrest him and are going to throw him in jail for for the crime of being for the crime of being there basically
1: right for being who he is yep and doing what he was asked to do
0: mhm like for you know this he's not this isn't even an of mice and men situation like he didn't kill anyone no like he's just he's just a big guy uh, who who strangely changes scale quite a bit as as he was.
1: i was just noticing him sitting on the pile of bricks and then i scrolled back up to see him sitting on the hay bales um yeah. <laughs> it, and, and him sitting under the tree they, they kind of use that pose of him kind of you know looking down and uh, looking depressed looking you know upset with himself and yeah his his scale is not very consistent
0: well they quickly assemble what is in essence a kangaroo court uh this also gonna see sounds how, familiar <laughs> you're gonna see how fast law the law works in bear town right uh there's Where- no electricity no water they but have we to sure like can still
1: have court, and we sure can. I mean, we're talking about Bear Town, where the mayor also serves on the planning commission, which is like a no-no times ten. <laughs> uh, and literally, everyone is is paid. Everyone gets their money from this one family, who mm. is now claiming to be slighted by this guy they hired to do. I don't. It's it's a mess.
0: Yeah, yeah. you hired a mythical being to. To do the work of a hundred men, and now you're upset that he messed up. Uh, but now we have the notorious Judge Gavel uh, presiding over presiding over Big Paw's fate. So apparently, there is a city ordinance for banishing a human being, banishing a living soul.
1: You can apparently banish people if enough if if there's enough of backlash, I guess, against them, and and you can, I guess, he said there were there were too many people speaking in support of banishing him so he actually had to stop them from speaking and say, is there anyone here that wants to support this guy?
0: Yeah, I've heard enough in favor of banishing Big Paw from bear down. Like, does that mean that you weren't gonna let anyone defend Big Paw in the first like, does he get a lawyer? Is there is he was arrested? He's not even allowed
1: in the courtroom because he can't fit. And there's no one there's there's no um there's no translation. There's no one kind of explaining to him what's happening. There's no audio listening device there's he is he is not being at all he's not being allowed to represent himself in court
0: yes Uh, and the only representation he gets is uh uh, a bunch of children And the weird scientist who nobody really knows.
1: And they speak very highly of him and they defend his character. And the judge finally stops them and says, this is enough about his character. It's about his size and his strength. So we don't care about his intentions. We don't care about his heart. We don't care about where his, his mind and his, and, and what he wants to actually do. We just care about what we can see and we're scared of what we can see. So get him out of here.
0: And what does that mean? I don't care about his, his, uh, what is that? i this isn't about his character. It's about his size and strength, especially his strength. What does that mean? Like, what were they supposed to say? Oh, he's not actually that big. He's not really st- like.
1: He's not really strong. He's. Not, I mean, the, this whole thing was stacked against him from the beginning, but they have to put on the facade and the performance of justice.
0: He was fine. They were fine having him around while he was useful for free. And as we are about to see... That doesn't change. Nope. (laughs) And we've seen, so, you know, not to spoil the ending, but we've seen this sort of idea play out in the bear world in past books. In The Neighborly Skunk, a skunk moves in next door. Papa's not too happy about it. But as soon as the skunk defends the cubs from bullies, they're like, all right, you're okay.
1: You're okay as long as you're benefiting me.
0: As long as you're directly benefiting the rest of us. You existing isn't enough. You have to prove... That you contribute something material to our world, uh, and that's one of those really weird things that echoes throughout Bear Country, which is which is uh, having a person's value uh, be uh, equate to their like their the, their material contribution,
1: their productivity, or their benefit to the society around them, or yeah, yeah,
0: yep. and I think that that's kind of what happens in this book is. The whole point is that Big Paul wants to feel valued, and in order to do that, he thinks he has to get a job, and then you find out that, yeah, you do. You got to get a job, which makes me wonder, what does Beartown think of people who can no longer work, or who just can't work? Like, is that, Are what do they do with Are people allowed to them?
1: retire? Are people, do they have disabled bears? Do they have people with any other numerous reason for not holding a steady job? Are, are there right. none of those in Beartown?
0: and I think that's one of the one of the negative extensions of children's books when you have a philosophy in a children's book of we want to prove to children that everyone is that everyone has a place in this world like that's kind of the one of the themes of bear of the Berenstain bear books but when you always demonstrate that by saying like oh look uh I can't think of his name uh, one of the cubs the cub who's in the wheelchair um
1: fert- fert- no. It's
0: not Furdy. It's um, the other. It's the other smart cub. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he's uh, he's the computer whiz, um, chess champion. In, I can't yeah, think of his name.
1: He was in Bermuda. Tri- oh, geez. yes,
0: Louise. Well, so you have this cub who's in a wheelchair, and then you say, okay, but he's also a computer expert. He's a or he's a chess master. So it's cool. It's cool that he's in a wheelchair because. He's proven that he can contribute to to the Cubs beyond simply being a nice person beyond simply having a, a good heart like even right. Barry like even Barry Bruin is like he can't tell a funny joke but he's the class clown so we can keep him around
1: right he he brings us joy he benefits us in some way yeah
0: did you ever Is did you find it him?
1: harry mcgill that's yes it. yes okay. yes harry that mcgill doesn't sound right okay
0: harry mcgill he's not in it much he pops up every so often he apparently has uh, his
1: own his own book
0: yeah the wheelchair commando the
1: wheelchair commando
0: and he has that thing where like they call him wheels which oh uh, my guest uh i think it was i think it was jamie tyler who was just on the show uh uh, was like yeah that's not a cool nickname for a person in a wheelchair no i wouldn't
1: think so i mean
0: <laughs> it's 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 odd but that what that that brings me to my point though which is that when you start telling kids that everyone has something to contribute which is a nice thought but there's also the, the nicer thought is you don't have to have something to contribute you just have I- to be a, a, a decent person like and and be kind to people and try to make the world a better place but so you can do that simply by simply you can do that philosophically like it doesn't right you can and, just
1: be kind you can just be a good person you don't have to figure out what is it about me that will benefit everyone around me and will make everyone like me
0: right no. and you can and you should probably start off first with as an existing human being you have value we'll start with that yeah. and move on from there base base assumption is that you have value and you belong in the world and right. That's a message that should be conveyed to Big Paul, which is, buddy, you don't have to build a, a sports stadium or help around the farm. You're cool. Like we love having you on the mountain. You can visit us anytime. like we don't need you to we don't need you to to have a job in Beartown. like that's something right. we have because like, we like thank you have for jobs. wanting
1: to help. If you want to help out, that's great, but we we still like you just for being you. like,
0: but nope. Instead what happens is the weasels start an earthquake.
1: They sure do, so um, in the terrifying image of McGreed um, standing on his throne, I'm <laughs> the, the uniform and the hat and just giving me some yeah. some not so great vibes. Um, I was gonna
0: say uh, this picture of him screaming <sighs> all power to the weasels, I mean, it's a little on the nose, but it could be a campaign poster this year.
1: Exactly. Oh, jeez, you're so right. I was thinking historically, but of course, of course,
0: it could. He just do that. All power to the weasels. There yep. we go.
1: And you're you're good with. You are one of us, and and we deserve all of the power. And and then his evil little henchman off to the side, rubbing his hands together in true villain style.
0: Yes, and if I can't have this world, I will destroy this. I will
1: world. destroy it. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> yes. So they they run at the X on the wall mm-hmm. on this the side of the rock. Fault. The fault. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it Looks like they're in a cave. They work. I mean, they live underground. So um, this this tree trunk that is in the shape of a giant pencil. Why did they have to point the end?
0: I don't it, I guess it has to be like you have to hit that X at the exact spot or else it's just gonna or else the earthquake will go down.
1: So physically how, <laughs> how does one exert all of this force into this tiny little spot? How anyways, we've discussed this already.
0: with, with the force of 10 weasels, which of, I want to remind you are about the size of my forearm.
1: Right. Weasels and a, a giant tree trunk. Not even that giant. It looks about as round as one of them. Um,
0: And in real life, it's probably about the size of a large shower curtain rod. (laughs)
1: Right. If we're going true to scale, they're causing an earthquake in the entirety of Beartown with a shower curtain rod.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, of course, it starts an earthquake, a cartoon earthquake.
1: (laughs) A cartoon earthquake with perfect jagged edges. Um, It's
0: either a cartoon earthquake or a a, uh, 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 Force Awakens... Uh, oh geez. <laughs> earthquake that perfectly splits the ground between kylo ren and uh, and ray
1: yes <laughs> um so it's and i feel like this illustration I, I understand it but i was in scrolling through i was very confused as to why the the weasels were running on a crack in the ground and then i realized okay new page this is supposed to be the ground outside the courthouse where yes big paw is having to sit because he can't fit inside So he's, I think they even describe that he's sitting out there and he can hear the voices inside and it's stressing him out because he can hear them getting angry. He's not sure what they're saying, but it's so nice and peaceful outside. Um, he, he wants, he appreciates everything around him and they're reminding us that Big Paw is a really good guy. Yeah, Um, he is. He's, he's, you know, sure, a big giant, big, strong giant, but he's sitting there appreciating the trees and the flowers and, and just how nice everything is there and, um,
0: it's basically the Green Mile at this it's, point.
1: Oh, it so is. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs>
0: poor, poor
1: oh, Big Paw. Pa. But in in true um, Big Paw fashion, he sees a problem. He sees something happening. He notices that these two beautiful oak trees. Did he say they've been there for hundreds of years?
0: Yeah, they're Hundred right. Old out, oak trees. They, they have a name. They are the. Uh, oh, they have a name. They're yeah. called. I've never heard of the, the giant twin oaks. Giant twin oaks. The oldest trees in Beartown.
1: And they're very large, very big around, and they sit on either side of the courthouse um, or the entrance to the courthouse. And um, he notices that the fault or that the, yeah, I guess it would be the, the earthquake, perfect zigzag, goes straight through those trees, which if we go to the illustration yep. <laughs> of Big Paw putting, where's the courthouse?
0: So it's on right what- between the trees.
1: So, did the courthouse split in half? Did it sink?
0: What I want to know is...
1: Look how close they are.
0: <laughs> look how close together they are in the picture where he's grabbing them.
1: Right. But in so the picture he,
0: in front of the courthouse, they are many yards apart.
1: They are like Big Paw could probably lay down yeah. in his where well, his head to his feet. And they're, that's how far apart they are. But again, positioning from that illustration to the illustration of him pulling the earth back together with the trees... Shouldn't the courthouse be where Big Paw is
0: standing? Oh, da- or at least on the other side or of the right trees. Or right on the like, other side. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, well, shouldn't there be a walkway there? Shouldn't there be other buildings there? Sidewalks, also, there, yeah. let's talk physics. If you if <laughs> the trees are nestled on the very edge of this like new cliff formed by the split, if you grabbed those trees, it would just rip up the. Tre- We've seen Big Paw just rip roots. up trees.
1: The roots are exposed on the one tree. It's not even, it's half in the earth still, half not. Yeah. But I think it, it's because they're 100-year-old oaks. They're, their roots are deep, and they're just, they're stuck right there in the earth. Right. I and don't know about it, that.
0: It just he, would just, he would just pull the trees out of the ground, is what would happen. He would just ruin, ruin more things. Uh, now, obviously, this is intending to, like, sort of, like, be a sort of Paul Bunyan-esque moment where this the, the giant does something completely improbable. He creates the Grand Canyon by dragging his axe. Even though if you've seen the Grand Canyon, how tall is Paul Bunyan supposed to be? Right. Like 10,000 feet tall? The Grand Canyon's really big. That axe would have had to have been improbably large or else he's a sky giant. But, right. <laughs> but like Big Paul paul Bunyan could do odd things and so big paul uses it says he reached back for strength he didn't even know he had and managed to close the split again grabs the
1: two oak trees and pulls the earth back together
0: which would probably cause more destruction than simply letting the earth because earthquakes are like generally like the release of tension like hundreds of years of tension or whatever like right. if you then pushed it back it would just like start up again
1: I mean, it's got to go somewhere, right? And according to right. this, we're assuming...
0: It goes we're just, down.
1: It goes down?
0: It goes down. That's where earthquakes go, and they can't go... When you stop an earthquake, it has to go down.
1: Right, because the force of an earthquake is vertical.
0: Yes. And as you said, they never mention the weasels again, so the, I assume
1: they're dead? So, for all bear country knows, this was just a natural thing that was going to happen. They have yep. no idea that the weasels caused this, and... The reader has no idea what happened to the weasels.
0: Yeah, the, uh, so the, uh, canonically in the book series, not in the cartoon, I don't think, but in the books, nobody knows the weasels exist except the Cubs and uh, uh, Raffish Ralph, mm. maybe actual factual and grizzly Gramps. Everyone else thinks they're a myth, <clears throat> like uh, a weird myth. I was going to say, but,
1: but, but people that are currently there in the town have seen them. They know that they're there.
0: But no, they don't see them. They only see their like giant pizzas or their giant pumpkins. They, uh, oh, it's only ever, right. The, that's it's right. only ever the cubs and gramps who actually see the weasels
1: actually see them. And no one would believe them if they told them,
0: no one believes the cubs cause they're kids. No one believes gramps cause he's clearly senile. Cause no he's gramps. Believes, no one believes Raphish Ralph cause he's a liar. And, uh, I think actual factual just feels it's better not to talk to anyone. So, they all love Big Paw now. He's allowed to play in their reindeer games, I guess. and uh, Because of
1: his size, he's able to pick them all up and hold them and, and put them on his shoulders and his head, and everybody's just... It goes from, I guess, silence and shock to a roar of appreciation.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they ride around on Big Paw, and they give him a big medal that says, for Big Paw, who outmuscled an earthquake, the grateful citizens of Beartown. Uh, and Big Paw's like, I still want a job.
1: He's, thank you. Metal. What is it? Metal. Very nice. But what Big Paw really want is job.
0: Is job. And so what do they do? Give him job. They give Big Paw job, which is director of disaster control. And that's that's it.
1: Hooray. What does that uh, entail? We don't know.
0: What is that? Yeah. Big Paw accepted. They thought it was positively, absolutely great. The end. Like the end and you, you get the sense at the end here that like, the Berenstains were like, "Just end it, just end it, just end it."
1: Yeah, it, It's done. Again, we're done. Not a lot of resolution. What happened to the weasels? What is a director of disaster control? And th- that's it. That's the last sentence. They thought it was great.
0: And yeah. it says, you know, without Big Paw, the the Farmer Ben's farm and the construction project and everything would have been completely destroyed. And I'm like, you know, as opposed to mostly destroyed, which is what Big Paw did. He did right. already mostly destroy those places.
1: Right, right, but. His his destruction is repairable versus falling into the earth.
0: Yeah, uh, the sweet release of death was denied the bears. <laughs> and but were...
1: maybe the
0: weasels. But maybe the weasels. And you know what? I like to believe that if the weasels were horribly killed in this tragic accident they brought on themselves, that like maybe they were just like, this is as it should be. This is we are really just terrible people. We deserved this. Who tried, this. To, who tried to kill all of literally your main
1: characters? did this to ourselves
0: yeah uh and uh they didn't actually they succeeded in their plan if big i mean they would have just killed all the bears everyone in Town was in that courthouse they would have just fallen into the earth and died true uh like I, I i i guess mama and papa bear weren't there we haven't we didn't hear from the parents in this whole book at all
1: not at even all. once yeah i was trying to look at the in the court scene um to see who all is there and it's Cubs in the first row, and and just generic bear.
0: Yeah, Angry bears people. Yeah, some a- with hats. I think that sets Grizzly Gramps and gran in the very back row.
1: Okay, that would make sense.
0: And I do like their image of blind justice above the <laughs> above Judge Cavill, which is <laughs> somehow even even more foreboding than it usually is. Like there's something right? about like a blindfolded bear holding a sword that's just terrifying. And
1: scale and yeah and i'm curious have we ever seen the the bear town or bear country flags before
0: so bear country's flag has at times been represented as either just the american flag or it's been represented as stripes but instead of the star field you have a bear face okay uh, because it's
1: stripes it's two flags that look to be identical and it's one solid piece and then lots of stripes i was just curious i don't know that i've seen it before
0: Right, because at this point in in bear world continuity, bear country is not America. It's just like America, but not entirely. I think now...
1: America.
0: Maybe. They just call it bear country. <laughs> they just call it bear country. Right. Mike, however, has retconned the whole thing now. So it's, I think, actually called the United States of America or something. Like, I think it's just flatly America at this point.
1: Oh, Okay. Uh
0: but I don't consider that part of this continuity. That's the Mike continuity, which we're sure. getting to, but this is still like the weird bear world with right. a screwed-up history and bears that live there. Tons so, of
1: different continuities.
0: <laughs> yes. So we've seen we've seen the bears, our favorite characters, take advantage of a vulnerable man and uh, appeal to his 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 better nature and try to get him to work for free, and they succeeded. We've seen the weasels accidentally kill themselves by setting off an <laughs> earthquake, however improbably they do it, and we've seen the cubs not do much at all. They don't do much cub wise or scouting wise or anything. They are just I don't even I could bear. I was like, oh yeah, this is a bear. The scouts don't do anything, and with a cover that's way more exciting.
1: Yes, so I expected it to be. Cause the the scouts always want to try to solve a mystery or, or help out uh uh help someone out and there's always this, and it's very very scout focused I think yeah. um and and yes yeah, so I mean I see fire and flames I see bricks and parts of buildings like up in the air like flying on fire it looks like a tree sisters run I mean it's it looks like the apocalypse the world mm-hmm. is ending the world is exploding. And uh, yes,
0: and that, that doesn't happen get. in the book. That's yeah. not what we I, the, get at the, all. the cover is very exciting when it I look is. at it. Uh, uh, yeah. You look the, the Cubs are about to die. Is basically <laughs> the the cover. It's like a it's like a Roland Emmerich film. Like the world is the world is on fire and falling apart. The world apart.
1: is ex- literally on fire.
0: Like I, I look at this and I'm just like, I know what that's like. I know oh. what this world is like. This book is more, more. More relevant than ever, thanks, oh. thanks, Berenstains. Remember, we <laughs> thought this wouldn't happen. Uh, oh. And uh, then on the back, it just says that I was because I was like, "What are they? What's the really big disaster? Is it Big Paw?" But uh, no, on the back it says, "A big disaster strikes Bear Town, and it's up to a big fellow to lend a helping paw." And then it says, "Trouble in Bear Country? It's the Berenstain Bear Scouts to the rescue." And again, no, they're not
1: no they're no. not the, they not even anything. remotely close to a rescue
0: once big paw gets hired by lady grizzly they're done like the cubs are gone like they're done Where they don't have they? anything to do with the story right they have nothing to do with the story they stand up for big Paw in court by saying he's matter. a good guy saying he's a good guy uh and that's it that's the berenstain bear scouts and the really big disaster uh so casey uh you, this is your favorite berenstain bears book <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, um, I I enjoyed it very much. Um, I I do very much enjoy the lore of Big Paw. So
0: yes, Uh, he is—he is a a crazy cryptid. Um, uh, uh, Unfortunately, for my listeners, uh, this book is out of print. It has never been put back into print. I, you know, like if if you want to get a copy of it, you're gonna have to buy it used. Um, You're gonna have to spend up to three or four bucks on it to get a to get a used copy of the really big disaster so uh so hop on abe a- books i guess or wherever you want to go to find a used copy of it but uh and, and surprisingly enough my used copy it's in really good shape so um <laughs> i think it i don't think it got read too many times <laughs> uh but that's uh yeah it's that's. A, but you know it's 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 a bear scouts book of course i like it it's it's it makes no sense it's it's, it's nuts it's silly uh, it's yeah yeah, it is. It is the Bernstein Bears at their mwah, quintessential best. <laughs> uh, so, Casey, do you have anything to sell our listeners on you? Oh
1: goodness, uh, I no. <laughs> Short answer, no. Um, I am uh, just very happy to be here, like many people, and um, very grateful this for this uh, little bit of a reprieve from the reality that is 2020.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and yeah enjoying it very much so
0: yeah wear your masks yes. social distance wear
1: your masks social distance
0: be good citizens be good to each other
1: be good to each other please
0: yeah. please <sighs> we need and vote that philosophy. <laughs> yes <laughs> please,
1: please please vote texas uh my my senate district is currently having elections right now and oh. um the 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 governor um Called a special election, anyways. Um, I'm getting a lot of people calling my office saying, "Why is there voting? Why, why didn't we know about this voting?" And I explain what it is, and I literally have people say, "Well, I don't care about that. I just mm. tell me tell me when the presidential election is." And I'm just face, face palm
0: It's fun. It's fun. It's fun for it's you. Fun. It's, it's fun, fun, fun for you though. <laughs> it sounds it's like fun. a good time. It's
1: fun. So yes, be good people and please vote if you can.
0: Well, speaking of fun and speaking of a good time, uh, if you want to go over to patreon.com forward slash deep in bear country and throw a dollar or so a month my way, you'll get some bonus episodes. Yeah, uh, they're I, great. Oh, thank you. I just finished up the Berenstain Baby Bears books, uh, which, are, which were... I mean, there, there's one left, but it's going to cost me 30 bucks, and I'm not eager to buy it. It's the $30 one that I'm just like, I can't. I can't pull the trigger on a $30 baby book. So uh, so I'm not sure what's going to happen on this weekend. There's not even a cartoon episode of this book, so I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out what's going on this weekend. But uh, uh, there will be something on, on the bonus episode, so... If you want to know what it is, you got to join the Patreon. Uh, otherwise, go to Twitter.com forward slash uh, Bearcast. That's Twitter. Uh, you can write to me at BerenstainBearCast at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook, wherever. Just search the show. There's so many hundreds of episodes of this show now. If you search Berenstain Bears, nine times out of ten, the show will pop up in some capacity. <laughs> Especially if you search, like, Harry McGill.
1: Right. <laughs> Fact. That is, that
0: wheelchair is true. commando
1: <laughs> that is true i was searching for um to see if any local libraries had this book and i searched for it and the show came up
0: there it is in my google search Just saying. one day i hope to come up more than like the actual berenstain bears do like that would be like if i pushed them out of <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll work on your search engine and optimization we'll, yes, we'll, get <laughs> we'll get you there we'll get you there
0: by the time the show ends I hope to be I hope to be, have flooded Google with my with my presence <laughs> uh, but that's it thank you so much for listening thank you once again Casey thanks for having me yes my pleasure it's always a pleasure and I will see you all next week deep in bear country